0: I'm John Moe with Radio on the Go Sports for Monday, September 18th. In action over the weekend, Applington, Parkersburg, Dyke, New Hartford, and Grundy Center all went undefeated at their volleyball tournaments. In cross-country, Grundy Center swept the individual titles at the BCLUW invite. On the girls' side, Grace Storyhan was the champion, and Caden Lynch was the boys' champion. Find full results from those at RadioOnTheGo.com. On the schedule for today, two cross-country meets. Denver will host a meet featuring Applington Parkersburg and Dyke-New Hartford. Humboldt will host an invitational featuring Clarion goldfield Owls, IFA-AGWSR, and West Fork. The Applington-Parkersburg football team fell behind early and couldn't find offensive rhythm in a 42-0 loss at home to number 2-1A MFL Marmac in Friday's district opener. The Bulldogs got on the board quickly with two touchdowns in the first quarter and added another in the second quarter for a 21-0 halftime lead. The Falcons found no answers on offense with drives stalling out against a stout defense. MFL Marmack added one touchdown in the third quarter and two more in the fourth, all while holding the Falcons off the scoreboard. Head coach Alex Pollock says his team was doomed by a slow start against an opponent with many physical advantages. We really struggled to move the ball really most of the first half. I mean, we had a couple good plays but just couldn't string much together. You know, they're a big physical team, and they were able to, you know, just kind of chunk it down the field. Not a ton of big plays, but when they needed those big plays, they were able to do that. Converted some really nice third down passes, fourth down passes, stuff like that. So, I, you know, I thought defensively in the first half, I thought our guys battled. I thought we played hard. We didn't tackle well we did end up tackling. We lived to play another down, but just, you know, just too much, you know, just too much. And so, you know, there's some bright spots, but overall, just at this point in the season, we're a young team right now that we've got to you know, we really got to get better. The Falcon rushing attack was held at 54 yards, led by Ty Lurings, 8 carries for 25 yards. Gavin Thomas was 16 of 34, passing for 120 yards and an interception. Nick Neuroth had 10 receptions for 72 yards. Defensively, the Falcons gave up 313 rushing yards, and the Bulldogs averaged nearly 10 yards per carry. Applington Parkersburg is now 2-2 and overall and 0-1 in district play. They'll be at Denver in Week 5, a game that'll air on 99 The Wave. It took a quarter to settle in, but the Dyke New Hartford football team put together its best offensive game so far in Friday's 24-14 win at number no. 6-1A and Sumner Fredericksburg in Friday's district opener. The Wolverines trailed early when the Cougars recovered a fumble in the Dyke New Hartford end zone, giving Sumner Fredericksburg an 8-0 lead after a successful two-point conversion. In the second quarter, Colin Meester hit Carson Costello for an 18-yard touchdown pass. On the next drive, Meester found Devin Lotz on a 40-yard pass that set the Wolverines up on the one-yard line, followed by a Meester sneak to take a 14-8 lead into halftime. The Wolverines went up two scores on Cole McCumber's 28-yard field goal to increase the lead to 17-8. The win was sealed with Noah Borchiding's 10-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. Sumner Fredericksburg added a touchdown with 10 seconds left to complete the scoring. Head coach Don Betts says the offense made strides, especially in the passing game, to put together the most decisive win so far. We're starting to get a feel for who we are offensively, what our offensive identity is. Our playmakers made some plays. I think we got some really big-time playmakers on this team that we just haven't been able to get on track yet. We were able to get started on that. I think this group will just continue to get better offensively but our consistency was, was much better. Still not where we want to be, but uh, but like I said, we took a big step forward. Meester went 12-of-19 passing for 166 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Borchding had 21 carries for 107 yards and a score. Lots was the leading receiver with five catches for 86 yards. Zach Edelman led defensively with five-and-a-half tackles, four for loss, and a sack. The Wolverines are 2-2 two and two overall and 1-0 and oh in the district. They'll host Central Springs in Week 5 for homecoming. The AGWSR football team trailed from the very start and rarely stopped number eight in Class A Nashville Plainfield's wing tee offense in a 42-7 loss on homecoming night in Ackley Friday. The Huskies returned the opening kickoff to take an 8-0 lead after a successful two-point conversion. Cougar defensive lineman Clayton Van Lowe recovered a fumble in the first quarter, but negative plays and penalties prevented any AGWSR drive from turning into points throughout the first half. Nashville Plainfield added touchdown runs with a powerful duo of running backs, and it was 28 0 at halftime. Caden Abbas returned to kickoff 80 yards for a touchdown in the third quarter, AGWSR's only score of the game. The Huskies added a late score to put the running clock rule into effect with less than two minutes left. Head coach James Cope says the biggest factor was the inability to get stops. I think our effort was there from the kids. It was just, there just seems to be a disconnect a little bit between the stuff we rep at practice and then getting that to happen in the game and because coach Hubner, I thought did an excellent job this week with our D tackles and our nose guard when we were in that five-man front teaching them to squeeze and, and we've taught them that before this week too but follow the guard that's pulling and squeeze really hard into it so they can't get kicked out and you know that's how you've got to stop trap and we probably didn't do that very well and if we did It wasn't consistent enough or at the level to be successful against a good Nashville Plainfield team. The Cougars were held to just 48 rushing yards. Colin Willems was 6 of 17 passing for 82 yards and an interception. Gabe Niederhoff and Riley Boner each had three receptions. Abbas led with 11 tackles and one and a half tackles for loss. Nashville Plainfield rushed for 404 yards and averaged 9.2 yards per carry. Titus Evans had 18 carries for 260 yards and three scores. The Cougars are 1 and 3 overall and 1 and 2 in district play. They'll be at South Winnishik in Week 5. The Clarksville football team ran their way to a 68 to 12 win at Tropola in a district battle Friday night as aired on 104.9 KLMJ. It was the program's first win over Tripola since 2014. The Indians began with a 61-yard touchdown carry by Owen Baker on the first play of the game to lead 7-0. Throughout the remainder of the first quarter, the Indians intercepted three passes and turned them into three rushing touchdowns, two by McCade Bloker and another by Baker to lead 32-0. The Indians added added another touchdown through the air on a 65-yard reception by Sam Hooger on a pass by Eli Schmidt to lead 38-0 at the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, Blocher scored two more rushing touchdowns, giving the Indians a 52-0 halftime lead. In the second half, Blocher found the end zone on another rushing touchdown, and Eli Schmidt had a 60-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, giving the Indians 68 points. Tripola ended the shutout with two touchdowns by McCoy Nuss in the fourth quarter, on a 12-yard touchdown run and 55-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Head coach Darren Boland says it was great to see the Indians executing in all three phases of the game. I thought we played a a complete football game tonight. Our offense did a great job and our defense had quite a few turnovers and we just we played solid in all three phases of the game so it's kind of nice that we were able to do that and I know Chipotle is down a little bit this year kind of rebuilding but we came out and played really well so I'm, I'm happy with what we did. Clarksville amassed 388 rushing yards led by McCade Blokers eight carries for 167 yards and five touchdowns. Baker had two carries for 128 yards and two touchdowns and wide receiver Sam Hooger had one reception for 65 yards which was a touchdown. The Indian defense was led by sophomore linebacker Kaven Keelman with 10 and a half tackles and Eli Schmidt had two interceptions. Clarksville is 5-0 and 3-0 in district play. They'll be at Turkey Valley in Week 5. Radio Iowa has released its week five football rankings. In eight player, the top three are Gladbrook Rhinebeck, Winfield Mount Union, and Cam. Don Bosco is number seven, and Clarksville has entered the rankings at number nine. The top three Class A teams are Woodbury Central, St. Ansgar, and Madrid. West Hancock is number five, Nashua Plainfield is number six, and Lake Mills is number nine. Grundy Center, MFL Marmack, and Underwood lead the Class 1A poll. Denver is number five, and Dyke New Hartford has rejoined the rankings at number eight. Sumner Fredericksburg out In Class 2A, the top three are Van Meter, Central Lion, George Little Rock, and West Lyon. Osage is number eight. Class 3A is led by Williamsburg, Harlan, and Creston. Clear Lake is number five. Hampton-Dumont-Cal is up three spots to number six. And Webster City is number seven. The top three in Class 4A are ADM, Western Dubuque, and North Polk. Class 5A is led by Southeast Polk, Dowling Catholic, and Bendorf. View the rankings at RadioOnTheGo.com. That's it for this edition of Radio On The Go Sports. Find more at RadioOnTheGo.com and wherever podcasts are found. I'm John Moenclough reporting.